I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And what's up, everybody? I hope you're having a great week. I hope the start of your year is off amazingly i don't know why i haven't asked you all about your new year since generations ago but here we are masking now hope it's going well today you all are in for a treat because we have one of my favorite companies here we have sirius xm here and we're speaking with their chief growth officer Susie watford as she talks about sirius xm's amazing rebrand how they're reaching gen z millennials and all the cool amazing content they have like one of my favorite new channels is with John Mayer and they have one with Kelly Clarkson just so many new things so if you like music if you like to hang out if you are ready for a great year ahead this is the episode for you so let's get into today's episode with Susie. Susie welcome to the show how are you? I'm very well thank you how are you? Good good before we get into it uh, tell us who are some of your top artists in 2023 that you constantly were listening to? Well, I mean, I don't know what this says about me, but it's the same every year. I'm always listening to Bruce Springsteen. Um, and so that definitely was up right up there as as normal. Um, and then, you know, I was a big, a big fan of the song Flowers. Like I know that was one of the most popular songs of last year. And that was definitely something I was listening to. But otherwise, yeah, Springsteen, The Cure, Kate Bush, all of that stuff's what I listen to all the time. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. No, mine was Taylor, Ed Sheeran, and then... JP Cooper. Uh-huh. So usually it's John Mayer every year. Oh, okay. And this was the one year it flipped, and I didn't realize I was listening to that. Have you much. tried the channel? Oh, I'm obsessed. Are you? Oh, I was like, we, we, we will get into Excellent. that. <laughs> oh, good. I'm so pleased. There's great feedback about that. Uh, yeah. Um, but anywho, after that, okay, take us back to childhood, Susie. Like, what was the role audio played in your life growing up? Like, radio? Did you have any, like, favorite host and stuff? Like, I know mine was Delilah, but, like... Well, I mean, so you can tell from the accent, obviously. (laughs) Uh, My my radio consumption was very different back then, um, being from the UK. But I definitely, I grew up with radio kind of constantly on in the house, right? That was, you know, the sounds of, for me, the BBC and Radio 2 and that kind of background music was something that I definitely grew up with. So, between both radio and also having news in the house all the time and we'll I'm sure we'll touch on kind of my career in publishing but I grew up with newspapers with radio with all of that media and I think that is where I have this kind of love of um, a love of all this media came from and in terms of the things that I listened to I was a and still remain a BBC listener um, and you know I think I grew up in an era where those big breakfast hosts for me in the UK played a huge part of my life um, and 
and the way that they you know drove the conversation around the water cooler through the day, uh, the changes you know and the kind of um, competition between the different stations to get those names. So I definitely grew up with that, and um, you know and then have seen audio obviously grow throughout my career and the move, particularly in the news play um, kind of area to to podcasts. And so I was just always intrigued by audio as a medium. I love that. And you said you your career started in media. What was like your first job? So kind of a little bit yes. more about that. Well, so I thought I wanted to be a journalist. So I went and worked on magazines, um, but actually realized that I was more interested in the marketing and the commercial. So I started as a um, first proper job really was as a graduate trainee at the Times in London. Um, and um, I stayed working in news for 20 plus years. Um, so working at the Times, the Telegraph, and then in the last 10 years, I went to the Wall Street Journal. Um, and that was where I was prior to coming to here to Sirius XM. I love that. And mm. currently walk us through a little bit for those who aren't familiar, like what Sirius is and a little bit more of like what you do on the day to day. Yeah, sure. So Sirius XM, um, premium audio, over 34 million subscribers, um, a fantastic mix of music, uh, talk, podcasts, comedy, sport, um, all together in one seamless listening experience that you can choose to listen to either through your car uh, or through the newly launched launched um, app experience. Um, and uh, what we love is the fact that we can bring customers much closer to the content that they love and their passions and their fandoms. And that's something that we're really playing into. So nowhere else can you get not only the great music, but you can get the stories behind the music. You can get you know closer to the artists and hear more from them. You can hear different cuts and um, you know backstage kind of conversations. Um, it's all about really how do we provide this really immersive listening experience that is human curated we've got you know the experts within the building the people that are just as passionate as you are um and kind of helping to curate that experience for you and also just being your companion your daily companion and back to you know how I grew up with news that constant kind of uh you know um companionship um through audio I think is something that we are you know seeing as a really important thing for people and it's something that means that they are you know deeply loyal to us as subscribers and um, we want to play into that. No, and that's so true. Like, I remember when our family first got introduced to series, like, watercolors was always on. So my parents <laughs> are really big jazz people, so that was always on. And then as I got into it, I started messing around with it. I was like, oh, Broadway World, because I love yes, Broadway. Yeah, and yeah, then me too. Yeah, yeah. 80s on 8, 90s on 9. Then yeah. those became my go-tos. And to this day, I think Symphony Hall is what I go to bed with. See? <laughs> and then yeah. uh, John Mayer, John Mayer's show, because yeah. he's my favorite artist, yeah. is like now my like go-to daily. And then Radio Andy, obviously. Yeah. And the, you know, the John Mayer channel, I think, is the perfect example, actually, of you know having a channel that really is curated and changes with you throughout the day. Like, what a brilliant way. You know, it's not just John Mayer playing John Mayer songs. It's, it's him, you know, choosing and curating those tunes that you want to listen to throughout the day. And that's just such a great example of, of the role that we can play in in people's day and in their daily habits whether that is on the commute or whether it's at home um, so yeah there's there's lots of there's lots of um, I think more that we can do as we introduce a new generation of listeners to Sirius XM people that haven't necessarily grown up as you have with Sirius XM being something that they're accustomed to how do we bring that and how do we introduce that to a whole new audience and that is what the next gen uh, launch uh, that we last saw each other at in November was really all about the start of that journey of how do we introduce a whole new audience to Sirius XM. Yeah, can you tell us more about that? Because the rebrand's really cool. Oh, so. brilliant. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> so tell us That's more fantastic. about that. That's fantastic. So yeah, so so what we know is we've obviously, you know, in the US, there's over 220 million people that love audio and that listen to audio. And we know that when we break that down, basically half of them are within 
our either core or growth segments. And we've done really well at building the core group, right? We've got those customers that love us, that are loyal to us, but we recognize we have to go and attract this new growth audience. Um, and so to do that, we looked at a number of different things, which we termed kind of overall as next gen Sirius XM. And that is a mix of pricing. It's a mix of product and how do we make the product uh, more seamless and easy and, um, you know, joyous experience, which is what um, the app is, uh, has done. Um, and also thinking about how we introduce that kind of seamlessness between the car and the, and the app experience. And also, how do we show up as a brand, right? How do we feel fresh and modern? Um, and we did a lot of research to understand what do we kind of have to bring to the brand to bring that emotional connection that we know that our core audience have? How do we do that with this new growth audience? Um, and as you saw, we drew upon our heritage. We drew upon uh, the fact that, you know, Sirius is named after the brightest star in the sky, the dog star. Um, so we really brought that kind of celestial vibe to um, to the new rebrand and thought about how do we kind of pair that, that brilliant history um, with kind of the future and how do we make it feel more modern, young and vibrant. And we introduced uh, Stella, our dog mascot, our Sirius dog mascot, back into the mix to bring some of that energy and youth and bring back some personality. And what were some like key things that you all felt you needed to do to really go after, I know you mentioned like the younger, like Gen Z millennials to really kind of bring in those who weren't really that familiar yeah. or really didn't grow up with Yeah, it. I mean, first of all, it all starts with content, right? So so we know that um, this new audience, they are they, they, they love content, they love audio, right? And so our role in their lives is to help them discover more of what they love and to get them deeper and closer to the things that they do love. So it starts with the content. And um, actually just this, uh, just this week, we have gone big with our guest DJs promotion, which is where we've got over 170 big named artists and acts who are doing kind of guest sets on Sirius XM channels. It's a great example of us basically going out and saying we've got this fantastic content and this reach uh, and this community outside of Sirius XM who love us. How do we bring those audience in off the back of their fandom for those different artists? Um, but it starts with content and how do we market that content most effectively and bring in audiences as a result? Then we have to make sure that we are priced correctly. So uh, the new app price is $9.99. Um, we know that our growth segments are, you know, are more concerned, obviously, about pricing and making sure that we're competitive in that space. So that was something else that we announced um, with the app launch. And then the app experience itself is designed to make it easier to connect with our content and easier to discover. Because if you haven't grown up with SiriusXM, you know, how do you know? There's so much great content on there. How do you know where to start? And that's where we have to be better at using, you know, the great technology that we have now and personalization and understanding more about listening habits and connecting those customers to the content that they want as quickly as possible when they come into the app and then building on that experience and helping them to either get deeper into content, to recommend other content or to explore even more and then join us at events or, you know, that kind of stuff in the future. And that's so true. Like I feel like a lot of times when I'm searching for a movie or something to watch, it's like, there's so much content. Mm -hmm. So you don't really know what to start. But whenever the uh, platforms like offer that kind of like curated experience, where it's like, oh, like, what do you like? Or what, that's a little bit easier to kind of get introduced to what all is out there. And I feel like that's something that you guys do a really good job at, like by picking genres and like talent. Like there's so many, you guys have so many talent that a lot of people follow and listen to like Kelly Clarkson, John Mayer, Kevin Hart, that they already like. Exactly, so yeah. it's easier to kind of get introduced that way versus like just saying like, oh, welcome here. Yeah, you need out. that entry point, right? You yeah. need that way in and and to be able to come to us. And then from there, you can then build that relationship. Um, and, you know, pieces of, uh, you know, kind of big content pushes like guest GJs, like 
um, John Mayer are great ways for us to do that. So basically, how do we go out, connect with those audiences in a very authentic way, bring them in and then build the experience for them in a, in a seamless way, as I say, via both um, the app experience, but also in car. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And like, what are some other ways that you all feel that you're kind of like getting beyond, like I know you all do partnerships with like the hotels and stuff like what are some other integration points that you all feel like are really um, vital to the rebrand yeah so we definitely want to connect with new audiences through good partnerships and uh, in the last year we've done partnerships with both you know T-Mobile Walmart you mentioned the ones that we announced at the event partnerships with Audible and Hilton how do we basically make sure that we're putting this quality premium content in front of new audiences and letting them experience it Um, but also how do we have content partnerships so with Audible thinking about how do we put Audible content on SiriusXM and SiriusXM content on Audible to just do that kind of you know cross fertilization if you like so partnerships play a really important role both in terms of putting us in front of new audiences and adding value to our existing base um, and we'll develop those in the next year as well and think about you know who should we be working with in order to attract those new audiences um, and then building off that the events partnerships that we do with talent uh, we've got a great green day um, private uh, event yes. coming up um, which should be a lot of fun linked to the pop-up channel um that we're creating around uh the you know the celebration anniversary of um their album um so how do we think about both partnerships and then you know deeper experiences as well that really both you know bring new customers in and then reward them for being here and what are some ways that you all feel like you're able to create these amazing partnerships because i feel like a lot of brands and people who are listening are like oh <clears throat> how did we do that like how do we form like such a good one with like an audible or something like that like is there is it usually they approach you all or you are like hey our audience are kind of the same bit of both yeah a bit a a bit of both so um you know given we've got such a big subscriber base there's obviously lots of brands that come to us and and want to work with us we've also got the long established partnerships with our car partners um who are obviously absolutely central to what we do and so uh, those are established then we begin to look at okay who are the people that actually can help us expand that reach and that distribution and that will be proactive outreach from our team as well as obviously responding to brands that are looking to add value to their service um, and also looking to bring you know kind of uh, media and content and entertainment into their product and service too Um, and then from a partnership with our talent and artists you know we're very fortunate that we have a fantastic programming team that have deep relationships in that space um, and they're people that you know value SiriusXM as a place for them to obviously share what they do uh, and to reach a broad audience um, with their with their content with their art, 
And I love the point you mentioned earlier about like Green Day and like their cool event going on. You guys do a lot of cool in person events and things yeah. like that. So how do how do those usually form? I, like, I'm to make, so I need to go I'm to more of so them. That's yeah, what I'm, I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like because you guys did one. I want to say with Drake before. Yes. Yeah. And this one, and I've been to a few that you guys have done in Miami. But like, how do those usually come about? Is it like the artist will be like, "Hey, I want to do something cool to celebrate." Like we just said, Green Day celebrating their album. Like. How does how do those usually yeah. come about? And like, well, I think the first thing is is that SiriusXM itself, you know, all of our offices have got amazing studios in them where talent, you know, are coming in every day, and um, you know, we're really fortunate for that, right? It's like you know, it's live and happening in every moment, um, and so how do we use that experience to bring our customers in as well? And we do that already. So it might be that you can come to a you know kind of town hall experience. It might be in the Miami studio where actually our subscribers get to. Uh, you know, experience SiriusXM live, if you like. So that's happening day in and day out and all done with our programming teams bringing in that talent. And then we have the special events where we say, actually, we want to create something. SiriusXM has had this small stage series, which is exactly what it sounds like, where we take an amazingly big artist and put them on in a far more intimate, um, you know, venue and experience. And we use that as a way to reward our, uh, you know, listener listeners, um, loyalty. Um, but we also then also go to other events where we actually kind of have the opportunity to get ourselves in front of uh, a new audience and a prospect audience if you like and that might be in the sporting um, you know kind of um, event space or it might be in the music space but how does SiriusXM show up in those places and give people a bit of that backstage experience um, so often we'll create a VIP moment um, that we'll be able to invite our subscribers to at somebody else's event um, so there's a number of different ways that we go about doing it but all with the intention of you know either rewarding existing loyalty or prospecting and being able to go out and bring people in and let them sample a little bit of the serious exam magic and I feel like that's a key thing that a lot of brands are trying to figure out they're like how do we keep that loyalty how do we really make make ourselves stand out and I feel like that's something you all do really well and I feel like that's a question a lot of brands are trying to figure out they're like what do we need to do more of to kind of like stand out from everybody else and like let people know that we do value them so like doing things like behind the scenes when people see like what's going on and like that one-on-one interaction yeah. and stuff I think and is I so think, key. Yeah and, and I think um, sometimes you can go through you know and I'm sure the, the um, people listening have been through this where you know okay the, the event might be attended by a thousand people but the but the the broader you know kind of um, uh, impact of inviting your audience to that event and letting them know that they have the opportunity to, to attend means it has a much b- bigger reach um, so we're always thinking about okay this might be an event that is for you know 50, 100, 1,000 uh, people, but actually how are we telling our audience and, and our listeners um, about it and making them feel that they are part of something and they have the opportunity to attend. And we do that with competitions and sweepstakes as well. So um, I'm not sure whether you saw the most recent Metal Sweater um, campaign that we did for the holidays, but we basically went deep into you know metal as a genre. We know it's a genre that um, both our core audience and our growth audience love, and we've got brilliant um you know channels and we've got you know fantastic hosts but particularly um jose mangan who we think of as our metal ambassador (laughs) um and we basically went out and we said how do we you know how do we show our passion uh for this genre um in the context of the holiday season and we said actually you know if you really love metal you probably still want to listen to metal even though we've got these fantastic holiday channels (laughs) um and um we then did this competition to win a really uh, what we called the the most metal sweater which was 
exactly as it sounds, which was, you know, black and full of spikes and all this kind of stuff. Um, And we had thousands and thousands of entries to win this sweater and then to win the opportunity to go with Jose to a gig and, you know, to do the full kind of, you know, experience. And so I think it's going to be really important for us to lean into our hosts, to lean into the genres and to think about how do we create these amazing experiences that can reward um, listeners and also embed us deeper into those communities. And I feel like you touched on a good point too. Like I feel like now a lot of people are trying to figure out they're like, oh, I want to do a partnership or do something as a creator or as an artist or as an actor. And there's kind of like that, like, okay, what's the sweet spot in the middle? And I feel like you guys do a good job of balancing kind of like bringing on like talent who are wanting to do like their type yeah. of thing. And then also being like, okay, but we need to make sure it's also on brand with like what we're doing. Like, is there advice that you have like, or something that you all do with like when working with talent, like Kelly Clarkson and Kevin Hart and Tinks and all these people, like how do you all kind of balance their creative ideas and then like what you guys are wanting to accomplish. Yeah. And I think it's, uh, it comes from two different pieces. I think our, as I mentioned, our programming and our talent um, relations team are very good at understanding exactly as you say, what is it that the artist is looking for? What matters to them? How do we think about how they show up and, and what they need from the partnership? But on the, on the, on the marketing and the growth and brand side, I think what's really helped us is the work that we've done around the positioning. So as we talked about at the, um, at the event, you know, this brand positioning around closer and Sirius XM bringing you closer to what you love is then a fantastic filter for how we show up with these, with these brands and partners. So, you know, the, the example of the metal sweater is a brilliant example of, okay, we're going to give you the, op- we're going to recognize that this is what fandom and this genre means. You're still going to be listening to metal um, during <laughs> the holidays um and then what would be a really amazing experience that gets you closer to what you love would be actually meeting our host going to a um you know going to a gig with with him um and you know experiencing the whole thing so i think it's a combination of understanding what the artist wants and then thinking about how does it link back to your brand and your positioning and what it is that serious xm means to people and then playing on that so we will be thinking a lot more about how do we make that closer promise real and true in what we do and um, for my last question, for people who are listening who are like, oh, that's so cool that you guys are able to tune in and really lean into what your uh, listeners and consumers want, what advice would you give to brands and people who are like, we want to kind of give them a closer look and kind of really tune into what our audience wants? Like, is there something specific that you guys feel like you do really well that helps kind of get in tune with like what people are wanting and kind of meeting in the middle? Um, I think a combination of having people within the business that are as passionate about what your audience are passionate about um, and we have that in abundance right we have those as I said you know whether it's the the, the people that have you know played that sport uh, kind of are our hosts or people that have been in those bands or been in those communities are our hosts so making sure that you've got people that are as passionate about the thing that your audience is passionate about I think is a, is a great starting point and then you know like everything today how are you using the data that you've got how are you understanding what it is that people are listening to and what it is that's engaging them both on and off platform and finding a way to connect those dots um, and then a lot of passion to make it come to life and obviously the execution of the idea is um, you know is ultimately um, you know the, the most important thing how do you make it a reality and so having great people on the team that are able to bring together that whole vision the customer insight you know the partner wisdom you know our internal expertise and really make it really make it happen and bring it to life and an experience and I think you know we've we've got history of doing that very well and now we've got the brand positioning and the new experience um, and this, you know, new march towards next gen. We need to build on that. 
I love that. And then before we go, okay, give me like two or three of your favorite stations. Uh, well, I have to obviously go back to B Street Radio <laughs> because, you know, um, as I've mentioned, that's kind of what I listen to uh, most. Um, I would also say, as you mentioned, 80s on 8, 90s on 9, any kind of nostalgia I do really enjoy. Um, so I would say that. And then jo- the John Mayer channel, that's right? so good. It's, it's, been, so good. it's been such a joy to see, you know, one, to obviously listen to that myself, but also to see the feedback um, from people who are just like this is a completely different thing and they're really enjoying it so um, yeah I'd say that that's the that's the new one that's got my attention I love it well Susie thank you so much for being here today it's a pleasure thank, thank you very much and thanks for listening wow how great was this episode if you were like me you probably took a lot of notes and have a lot of questions and comments so if you do feel free to add us at Adweek across Twitter Instagram all the social medias And we'd love to hear from you all. And feel free to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. That always helps us. And we can't wait to hear from you all and see you in the next episode. So bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Young Influentials, part of the Adweek Podcast Network and ACAST Creator Network. This podcast was produced by Al Manorino, executive produced by Chris Ahrens, and edited by Lane McGibney at Bountwell Studios. You can listen and subscribe to all Adweek's podcasts by visiting adweek.com slash podcasts. Stay updated on all things Adweek Podcast Network by following us on Twitter at Adweek Podcast. And if you have a question or suggestion for the show, send us an email at podcast at adweek.com.